Hi loves, we have not had an interview on this podcast in quite a while, so I'm really excited to share this one with you. As you will hear, Nicole and I met on TikTok when I was going live one time, and it was very just divine connection, which I absolutely love. And I'm really grateful for Nicole for sharing her wisdom because her mission is very similar to mine. It's I mean, it's essentially the same. We're here to remind you that you are love and we're here to remind you of your uniqueness. But she does a lot of energy work, which is beautiful and helps talk about shielding and grounding. And I just felt like that was really important to share with y'all because I know a lot of times having open centers can be really exhausting and confusing. And so learning how to work with your energy and ground yourself and shield yourself can be very impactful in working with these uh, open centers and with your unique energy. So hopefully this gives you some piece of wisdom, some piece of connection to yourself. As always, pop any questions down in the voice box if you have any. And let me know how you liked this one because I plan on bringing more and more to y'all so that you can connect. You can have more opportunities to learn how to connect to yourself and find what really resonates with you. Okay, without further ado, y'all check out the interview. Love y'all so much. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the channel of curiosity. I am your host, Rebecca, and I'm here with Nicole, and I'm so excited about this interview. And I'm very grateful to Nicole. Thank you for being here and sharing everything. So I got to tell you how we met, because like a week ago, I didn't even know Nicole. <laughs> I didn't know she existed. She didn't know I existed. And I was live on TikTok, as I tend to do. And she popped in and we just started talking about stuff. And basically she was talking about like her mission in life and it just resonated with me so deeply. And so now we're here. So hello, thank you. Welcome, Nicole. Hi, thank you, Rebecca. Yeah, our meeting was definitely divinely guided and divinely timed. Um, I actually was, so I'm new to TikTok and I do have my own TikTok, but I'm not very familiar yet. And mm -hmm. so I've been trying to figure out how to do lives. And my daughter was like, why don't you just like look at the live section, check it out, find somebody that you like, and then just kind of follow along to what they're doing. And I had been maybe two videos down and then I heard you and it was like something human design. And I had just maybe six months or a year ago, um, found out about human design but I didn't really dive too deep into it because I was in another space for a while. So mm -hmm. by the time I finally got around to it, I started getting into it. I was like, what is this? And then I found your live and probably one of the first lives that I've ever watched on TikTok. And it was you. And the flow was so chill and comfortable and you were super welcoming. And yeah, we hit it off and it was, it's been great. Um, I think we're going to roll into some good things here on the podcast. So yeah. I'm excited. Yes. I'm excited too. That's a cool story. Thank you. How old is your daughter? Uh, well, I have two daughters and two sons. Uh, my two daughters are 18 and 17 and my sons are 25 and 10. Okay. Very so, nice. I got my hands full, but I love them all. <laughs> um, my two oldest, actually my oldest daughter just graduated and she went off to the University of Texas over in Austin. So she's a couple hours away. Um, and my son actually just moved to Austin like two weeks ago from Louisiana. So he's now two hours away. So they're real close to each other. So that's been fun. 
That's really cool. I love Austin. Yeah. It's a fun town. It is. It's really fun. Lots of stuff to do in Austin for sure. So much stuff to do. And it's, it's good for uh, the spiritual people like us. Yes. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Okay. So let's jump in. Tell me, tell me about your mission statement and why you do what you do. Okay. So my mission statement, I am a way shower here to be support for other way showers and spiritually inclined, highly sensitive people, creatives, and survivors. You loving and healing yourself is the only way to show as I'll prove by example. It raises the energy helping everyone around you. It's the new paradigm. We are all in this together and in healing ourselves, we are healing the world. The answers we seek are within. So I am a crystal guardian, a Christ star, um, and I was put on the planet to help assist in raising the vibration and helping other people remember their true essence. Um, and what put me on this path was a very hard, very painful childhood upbringing and most of my adult life. And when I say hard, I mean, I wasn't in a stable home. Um, I went through all the abuse, the mental, emotional, sexual, the whole nine yards. Um, mm -hmm. I was tossed around back and forth. And for a long time, I identified myself with those traumas and with those experiences because they built who I thought I was as a person. Mm -hmm. And they also built how I responded to the world as a person. Um, so what ended up happening with being left by my mom at a very young age, I'm being abused by my dad in the home and the relationship, uh, relatives, like the list goes on. I could talk about this for days, but that's not the important part. The important part is that those, those experiences allowed me um, to see a perspective or an experience in my life and then make a choice. So what I did for the first part of my choice was I put this gigantic wall up where I didn't trust anyone. Um, I ran, I manipulated, I cheated, I stole, I tried to break the system basically um, because I felt like someone owed me something because of what I went through as a child. And I mean a very small child, okay? So my mental perceptions were distorted at a very young age. My sexual perceptions were also distorted at a very young age. Um, therefore, I would give my power away. And when I, when I say my power, I mean, I would give myself away to certain situations that really didn't resonate in my, in my life. Like I would do things I didn't really wanna do because I felt like I either deserved those things or that that's just the life that I was supposed to be living. Um, I later found out after being very heavily medicated after my son, my oldest son, um, he caught himself on fire at the age of nine. Oh, no. And from the waist up, he had third degree. I mean, like he was, he was burned. His head swelled. He didn't have, you know, hair, no eyebrows. They had to do skin grafts, um, surgeries until he was 18. No. So when he caught himself on fire, my little, um, I'd already been diagnosed, of course, with bipolar, manic depression, social anxiety, borderline personality disorder, CPTSD. You know, I had a whole, had a whole pot of those good, good diagnosis, and they were heavily medicating me for those already. 
So when my son caught himself on fire, I really did think I was, I, I thought I was going to kill myself. I, you know, I can't do this because I had two little babies at home and my son couldn't come back. He went to be with his biological dad for Christmas, for Christmas, and he was supposed to come right back. And he never came home um, because he was burned so bad that he couldn't be around the littles. So long short, um, I was very heavily medicated. And I remember sitting in my room watching TV with my husband, which is something that I did on a regular because I was very heavily medicated. Um, and it was like I slid in through the top of my crown, which I know now to be my crown chakra. It was like I slid into my body and sat down and I turned around from the inside and said, hey, where's Cody? Where is Cody? And so I sat up in the bed and I looked over at my husband and I said, where's Cody? Which is my son that had burned himself. By this time, it had been months, like six months had gone by. Wow. And he says, babe, Cody hasn't been here. No, 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 no. I said, what's happening? And he said, you're, it's okay. You're medicated. Remember you, you're taking the medicine and it, it scares you, but you're okay. Just breathe and you're good. Cause this would happen often. I would often like pop out, like what's going on? You know, like, where are we? So he's like, it's just the medicine. And so I'm like, no, but where's Cody? And he's like, babe, you know, Cody hasn't been here for four months. And I'm like, well, why not? He's like, well, because he burned himself and he can't. And, and something inside me just clicked. And I, I said, I'm, I'm not going to do this anymore. Like, I don't know what's happening with my son. That's not normal. And that's not the kind of mother that I, I choose to be. Like my mom left me when I was little and I refuse to be that way. I'm not going to do that. So right then and there, I broke the program. I broke the pattern. I broke a behavior, which I did not know I was doing at that time. Mm -hmm. I called my son and I got this big elaborate, you know, I'm so sorry. And he had no idea what was going on. He's just a kid. Like, I don't know what's going on. His stepmom doesn't know what's going on. It's just a whole mess. Mm -hmm. And from that point, it has been one thing after another for me to um, improve myself. So about maybe seven years ago, I started working with a shaman um, or a shaman. Everybody says it different and people make fun of the way I talk. So um, I call her my shaman and that's what she is. And she's from Brazil. And she, um, she started doing energy work and clearing out my vessel. And we did a lot of shadow, a lot of things. And I just started coming online. And that's when I came into my purpose. That's when I came into my mission. And since that's happened, um, I've pretty much pulled myself away from mainstream everything. Um, I stay in my zone all the time. And I'm constantly looking for ways to share the information on how to align your body, how to activate your light body, um, all these things that people hear that they think are like new age, that people are coming out like, don't fall for this new age spiritual, the thing, like don't do the thing, right? Um, I'm here to actually explain what all of that is. Mm -hmm. So you, um, do you have another question or do you want me to just keep talking like this? Cause once I get going, I may not stop till straight three o'clock. I may be like, Oh, we got to zip it up. It's three. So let me look. Okay. So let me just unpack for a second because that was, 
that was really beautiful. And it's, it's fascinating. I've heard this a lot. Like some of the most amazing healers had the most traumatic past, which is horrible. Uh, but it is what it is. So. Well, for me, they're gifts now. Like yes. it, it took a very, very long time. And, and I was, I was molested. Like I had all the, the wrong things done and people say, and you can love your so-and-so after they did that to you. And I say to them, yes, because I can see that unhealed version of myself. Not that I would ever do that, but I can see that someone unhealed would put themselves in a situation like that to express um, confused love. It's a confused way of expressing, and I don't validate it. I don't support it. I don't condone it. I don't agree with it. Not at all. I do, however, accept it as a gift for my purposes, for my journey, for my being able to embrace that aspect, that darkness, that, that thing that we hide from with love and, and say, it's okay. I know that you were hurting and that's why you hurt me. And I'm not going to judge you for that. And I'm just going to let that not be who I am. I'm going to let it be a part of the experience that guides me to who I am. If that makes sense. Beautiful. Yes. Thank you for sharing that. Cause I just feel like, I feel like there's at least one person resonating with this story and hearing that perspective shift is so powerful. It was very difficult and it took a lot of work, but it was, it was so worth it that I've committed my life to this and just this. Mm -hmm. So that's amazing. So what do you do now in regards to the healing and the, the way showing like what, what is it that you do? So I have several offerings. Um, obviously I have my TikTok, which is a free fun way to go get card reading messages or short meditation videos. There's not a super lot of content yet, um, but I always try to drop just a little something to get you thinking, you know, expand your consciousness a little bit, think outside the box. Um, I also offer, I'm a, I'm a life coach. Uh, I'm a mindful empowerment coach. So I coach and assist people on finding the most empowered versions of themselves. I do this as my day job. So this is my paid job. So I take clients every month. Actually, I take one client per month because I'm very, um, it's a very interconnected coaching process. So it would be more like we're best friends, except this best friend's gonna keep calling you on your shit over and over. Yeah. <laughs> um, and um, so I take one client per month and there is an application process for that. Aside from that, I offer healing, um, distant healing, which is the Reiki or the energetic cleansing, um, the, the aura cleansing. Um, I help with your building of the 12D shield, which is your Taurus, your 12D platinum diamond shield is what you may hear people refer it on Facebook. You know, do you have your 12D shield and people think it's some, you know, like dimensional and it is, it's dimensional because we are multidimensional beings because we're from the galaxy. We're galactic beings. We live in a galaxy. Um, and so these, these shields are actually our Taurus field. And when you activate these shields in the white diamond plasma light, um, you can cap the top and the bottom to kind of keep yourself in this little bubble, which won't allow other energies to mooch off of your auric field. You know, your auric field, sometimes you walk into a room and you'll be having the best day and you'll go in and just, ugh it doesn't feel good in here. Like I felt fine. Now I don't really feel that good. It's because your auric field has a leak 
and some other energy has attached and now it's mingling in with your field because we're all energetic beings and we put off that six foot field. So if you're standing three foot from someone, then you're exchanging energies, whether you're aware or not. That's why it's important to have that shield activated. And it's just your Taurus field. And the activation just comes from source, which is the creator, creation, God source, however you like to call it, um, and which we are a spark of. So we're not getting anything outside of ourselves. We're, mm -hmm. we're utilizing the external part of ourselves to protect us while we go through this experience. And this will allow your vibration to send off a signal that will only call in things that match your vibration or your auric field. In other words, you won't be calling in that other energy because you're gonna be surrounded in the white diamond plasma light, if that makes sense. Yes, yes, it does. And the So I do those activations and I do um, light code activations and, um, I help activate dormant DNA as human beings are, uh, we reside in the lower two chakras. So the root and the sacral chakra, those are our two strands of active DNA. Okay. So the rest of our DNA is coming online with all the solar energy that's hitting the atmosphere right now. And that's going to um, awaken the dormant DNA. So from the solar plexus into the crown chakra, those are firing up right now. That's why you're finding more people who are speaking their truth, who are saying, hold on, wait a second. Like what? This doesn't look right. People are starting to ask questions. Um, when we're stuck in those two lower chakras, we're hyper-focused on what are we going to do to make money? Mm -hmm. Where are we going to live? And who are we going to be with? Mm -hmm. Those are the three main, it's security, finance, and creating family, procreation, creation, creating families, those kinds of things. So we stay stuck in traumas and we vibrate back and forth in those two lower chakras for hundreds of years now. That's why the main priority will always be um, if you're from, I don't know what kind of family you have, but if you didn't date for a while, when you go home, your mom's like, are you ever going to start dating? When are you going to get your boyfriend or your girlfriend, you know, like, when are you going to get your partner? When are you going to hook up? When are we going to have some babies around here? Like I'm ready to, to do the damn thing. Right. So that's the program of the root and sacral chakra. So what's happening during this time is the frequencies are raising. The energies are raising for the collective. This is not just for spiritual people. This is a cosmic event. Mm -hmm. It's a planetary thing. It happens every 26,000 years. So <laughs> The vibration is rising and it's shaking out all those lower density energies or the shadow selves, which I also assist in identifying the five root shadows that could be attached to you um, that you may not know. And you would say to yourself, like, that's just who I am as a person. Like, that's just how I am. And yeah. it's actually not who you are as a person at all. It's actually an attachment, a program that you're running on subconsciously that you picked up that you're just not aware of. I mean, you're aware of it because you're like, oh yeah, that's just how I am. But you don't really think about it and what you're doing. And when you bring that hyper-awareness to your behaviors and the patterns, your behavior patterns, you start to see that most of our things are done subconsciously. And it's not intentionally. 95% of the time we are running on subconscious programming. Yes. All of us. Unless you are bringing awareness in every now moment. That's why they say, stay in this moment. Be aware. Even if you're not doing anything at all, even if you're just in your breath, 
be here because if you're here, you're not running on a subconscious program. Mm -hmm. There are, there's so many things about the subconscious. Actually, I wrote a few down to share. (laughs) 228, we're still good. So the subconscious mind, it records everything. Mm-hmm. The things that you're not even paying attention to, okay? The things that are in your peripheral, the things that you don't give resonance to whatsoever. It is a recorder. It is always running and it never turns off even while you're sleeping. It controls 95% of our lives and it doesn't speak a verbal language. It is built on habituation, which means doing the same thing over and over again or seeing or hearing the same things over and over again. It speaks through dreams and feelings. So you'll get this weird feeling and they'll come over you and you're like, oh, I feel that way. It's your subconscious trying to send you a message, right? Trying to tell you a secret. (laughs) It takes things very literally, meaning it doesn't have a sense of humor. So Mm -hmm. if the things that you say about yourself, like I suck, your subconscious hears that and your subconscious says, okay, I suck. That's That's what I do. And that's your program that you're programming into your own self. So everybody says programs come from everything else. No, we program our own self too. The programs come from everywhere. Church, school, teachers, parents, your own mouth. We're constantly casting spells all day long. That's why it's called spelling. That's what we're (laughs) doing. We're spelling. So the human brain doesn't know the difference between having an experience and watching an experience. So if I'm watching something scary on TV and I'm like, that's why my brain thinks that I'm going through that experience and Mm -hmm. it's, it's causing me to react. My body's not following suit because my body knows I'm just watching a movie, right? Like I'm just in my vessel doing my thing, but my mind doesn't really know the difference. And that can go as far into like commercials especially if you're pregnant, when you're, when you're pregnant, (laughs) you'll be tuned into every, like every single thing. So, um, it's important. It's important. Our diet, it's important. Watch what you're eating, watch what you're saying, watch what you're speaking about yourself. And we are the divine. Mm -hmm. So if you're, if you're looking in the mirror, I'm like, Oh, I don't, I don't like the way you look. Oh my God. Like you suck. You need to be thin. My highest version is thin. My highest version looks better than this. Then you're basically saying source. You're, you suck. God, you, you're a loser. Like what? And how, what, how could you say that we are perfectly imperfect and as we should be, because the whole purpose is to have every experience to, to experience every version of ourselves. You're a version of me. I'm a version of you. And we're a version of the same thing. We all come from the same place. As does everything. Energy, frequency, vibration. It's a constant, it's a constant loop. Constant loop. Absolutely. Yeah. That's what I have written down on the subconscious. I have so many notes. I'm a um, I'm a definite note taker. This is why I knew we'd have good conversations Um, because, okay, I just, it's a lot. It's a lot. (laughs) You want to take a moment? (laughs) Anybody that knows me, like this happens to me all the time where like my brain gets excited and then it's like running so fast. It can't come out of my mouth. 
So I just have to breathe for a second. But yes, because so much of that relates to so much of human design. And this is how I know that there's so much truth behind it because there's so many different ways that we as humans have figured out how to connect to this truth. And I think it's so beautiful where you're speaking about so much that I speak about, but I do it through the human design lens. And I do some energy work. Like I've, I'm a Reiki master as well and, and different things, but I always end up just talking about human design because for me, it helps me to give people a visual of their map. Like, look, yes, you are a divine piece of God you are God. And he like spirit gave this map for you to connect to your peace. Yes. And it's just like everything that you were just saying and all the subconscious stuff and how the body remembers stuff too. And even in human design, we talk about how the mind is a very amazing resource for other people. It's not a resource for ourselves. It's not something where we go within and say, let me think about it and get stuck in my head. And then I'll make the best decision for myself. That never happens. You know what I love about human design? This what? it shows up for me so beautifully. Like I'm I'm an intuitive person and my gut has always spoken to me. Mm-hmm. But in some aspects of my life, I've built these weird relationships around certain things, like food would be one of the things, right? Mm-hmm. So when I was growing up, we grew up dirt poor. We didn't have three meals a day, and I never ate three meals a day. So mm-hmm. in my adult life, when I got married, three meals a day, like, oh, what? I'm not cooking three meals a day. That's gross. Like, that's ridiculous. And I never ate breakfast either. So breakfast was never a thing for me. And I remember trying to force that into my life. Like, I'm, I'm going to cook the breakfast and I'm going to do the thing. And, and it would always make me feel bad. Smelling the food made me feel bad and eating the food made me feel bad. And sometimes I wouldn't want to eat till like two or three o'clock in the afternoon, maybe six. And then I would eat one meal and I'd be done for the day. And I was diagnosed with an eating disorder. Like they told me that I had an eating disorder. And so I did, I became, I got, if I ate other than my time, I would throw up because this was part of my disorder, right? It programmed me to believe these things about myself that were not true. They weren't true. I didn't have an eating disorder. When I got my human design chart, I've never had my chart read. I only have this like little free app thing. So all I know is what I can, you know, read off myself. Mm -hmm. And I saw on there where my eating habits are number one, cold, and that I'm not supposed to eat when I first wake up. I'm supposed to follow the guidance of my system because I'm a double fire. I've got a, I've got a high fire energy in my, in my chart. And my body prefers the coolness, which is a hundred percent right. And I've been telling people all this time, like, we're not supposed to just wake up and eat, but I started doubting my own intuition. And I started going against that, knowing that I had, that I wasn't supposed to eat in the morning and forcing myself again, doing one of the things that I really didn't agree with because everyone else, including the schools and the teachers and my kids and the internet, everybody says, you got to eat three meals a day, especially breakfast is the most important meal of the day. And maybe it is, but you don't have to eat it in the morning. It's just breaking your fast. And fasting is actually very healthy for the body. It's very cleansing and it's, and your body will guide you as to not only when to eat, but also what to eat. Like, oh, I have a taste for this or I have a taste for that. So the human design came in for me and showed me that my intuition was right. 
and just stop listening to the noise, you know, because the noise gets loud and we do doubt ourselves when the noise gets too loud. We do doubt ourselves. And there's, there's a whole thing about homogenization, you know, society is trying to get us all to be the same. And I know I thought this growing up too, where it's like, oh, well, there's one right way to be human and there's not. And so, like you said, with this, like your body was telling you when it wanted to eat and what it wanted to eat. And that's important. And I can even point out more things that just really clarify why that was so important to you and why your body was telling you that. And then it's interesting too, because you can say, well, this is how my body works, but it might not be how my kid's body works or how somebody else is. Cause like with me, with their specific things where it's like, no, I'm supposed to eat fairly frequently throughout the day. Yes. And I'm not really supposed to fast. I mean, I do it all the time because I just forget to eat, but. <laughs> and, and one of my kids is also like that. Like they're supposed to have little intermittent you know, and it's important for each person to know that individually, because when we do things that is out of alignment, it disturbs our auric field, like, and then our vibrations lower, and we have to do more inner work to pull that vibration back up to wholeness, back up to our, to our fully functioning place of resonance, right? Yes. Exactly. I'm so glad you brought that up because that is something that I've been studying more and more that aspect of human design, where they're looking at how you're meant to eat and, you know, what environment is really correct for you. Like, how does your body resonate? And even your cognition, like how you, like your super sense is what it's called. Mm -hmm. And it's just really cool because there's so many specifics and this is how we really point out the uniqueness of each human and how it's okay. It is okay that you want to eat one meal a day. It is okay. It is okay that I snack all day. That's fine. Not, o- not only is it okay, but it's perfect. Yeah. Like, perfect. That's perfect. And everybody's feeling great now. Like everybody's in their natural flow state and it just makes for a better synergetic connection with everyone it's like throwing a rock in the water the ripple keeps going even when you can't see it it's still just forever it's a vibration and it carries around you you can't see it but eventually it starts to show up in your reflectors meaning the people around you because the people around you are reflectors for what you're putting out Mm -hmm. so if the people around you are making you feel some type of way You need to go within and see what you're projecting or what resonates with you that is attracting that into your life. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. That's a big one. That's a big one to learn, isn't it? Where, Where you have to realize to go within and figure out what is the frequency? Like, what is it that you're attaching to that's This is, this is what I assist. This is how I show. When I did that for myself, girl, my whole life changed. If I feel any, if I, cause I know my energy and mm-hmm. you can't convince me that something's me when I know me, like mm-hmm. you can't convince me that I did something when I know me. So now that I know that about myself, when any of the narcissistic or the manipulation or any of the things that used to really bog me down, come into my field, I'm like, pew, pew, pew. <laughs> Doesn't belong to me. Doesn't belong to me. Back to source, back to source, back to source, back to love, back to love. Every time back to love. And I do it with a smile and I do it with a hug because I forgive it. I know what it's doing because I've been there. I did that. I once was a loose energy. I once didn't have 
the ability to stand in my own power. So what did I do? I tried to feed off of everybody around me. And when they didn't do what I wanted, I, I tore it down. I made them feel bad. And that's how I got my sustenance. That's how I fed myself because I had attachments that weren't me. It's not what I was choosing. It's what the other, the other energies that were in my field were allowing me to experience. Yes. It's the best way I can put that. <laughs> that's a good way to put it. And I find it so fascinating that you had this you had this life experience of where you were looking outside yourself so much because you have so much definition in your body, some really strong energies to guide you within. And so I just bring this up for anybody else who's listening because this is all just part of the human experience. And now as you're talking and hearing who you are now, and it, and because I know your human design and I'm staring at it, I'm like, this is so cool. You gotta tell me some stuff. Pieces. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to share the screen real quick so I can point out things because that helps me. <clears throat> okay. So with you as a three, five pure manigen, you can see that all this definition, the throat, the identity center, the heart, the sacral, the root, and the spleen, you have all that defined. And so this is where you're really meant to impact the world is through these energies. And so, you know, the chakras really well, there's seven chakras and there's nine centers. So what happened was this spleen over here, this one, uh, this one came, it's essentially from the root center. It's like, it kind of split off from the root. There's some things I've read. This one's hard for me because some things say that it came from the solar plexus. So it's kind of a combination of the both. When you hear the description, it's about survival-based fears and intuition, like that in the moment knowing of like, don't go there or yes. you're walking down and all of a sudden it's like, turn left now. And that in the moment knowing, that's what that's all about. And then the heart chakra kind of split in two to make the heart center and the identity center here, also called the G center. And this makes sense because the identity center, it's all about love and direction. It's the seat of the soul. And so with yours defined here and connected to the sacral, then there's this consistent knowing of who you are. Like you are you and you have this way of directing people because you have this internal compass in a sense. And the defined heart is the home of the ego and self-worth and self-value. And yours, yours is defined with two gates and two channels. It's like the most defined heart center I've ever seen. <laughs> so um, with this one, this can be an intense energy for other people. Mine is undefined. And so for you having this defined heart, it's very much like, I know my worth. I know my value. I know what I want and how to get it. And that's essentially when it's in the high expression, that's how it is. And, but it's with love. It's like this confidence with love. Like this is, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm worth. I, and I'll prove it because this is just how I am. And so, but with the, with the shadow side, you know, the shadow side of this center alone is, is trying to prove your worth, trying to look to other people to prove your worth. And so it's interesting to see how this can happen even inside of the most defined heart center where you're still trying to be like, but look, I have all this value. Why are you not looking at me? Like, why are you not acknowledging it in a sense? Uh, but then with this undefined solar plexus here, the home of emotions, 
with yours undefined, you're absorbing and amplifying all the emotions. So this is where narcissists can come in because the emotional center feels so deeply. It feels other people's stuff so deeply. And you try to avoid confrontation. When you're in the shadow of this, you avoid confrontation. You avoid some kind of truth because it's painful in your body. It feels weird. And then with your open crown and undefined mind up here, this just means that you're absorbing and amplifying all the ideas and inspiration around you. So the shadow side of this is that you're, you're trying to prove that you know enough, you're trying to act on all these inspirations, you're like just so much pressure up here to figure stuff out. This is what can get in the way of your intuition. But the beautiful thing here is that I mean, you can essentially be a channel, wide open crown. It's like inspiration just pours in you. So as long as you have good boundaries and you stand strong in who you are, you get all this deep inspiration. Plus your cognition, your super sense is inner vision. So there's this powerful mind happening here. And with this right arrow and, and this other right arrow, both of these, this just means that your brain and mind are very receptive. So this is another thing where we talk about with your uh, determination with your only eating, like when you're hungry, a receptive brain and a receptive body does that. It, it only needs to eat when it needs to eat, you know, cause it's, it's just, it's taking in stuff, just like you were saying, without even realizing it, without, you're not consciously taking in stuff, but the receptive mind is taking in everything and you have it open. Like you're just a wealth of knowledge in this. And so to bring it out when people ask the right questions or present a good situation, then you're able to bring out all of this wisdom. So that's a very quick overall thing. How does that sound? Yeah, that sounds lovely and perfect. I can identify with all of that, actually. <laughs> um, I can see all of that. And I, I'm, so, um, I'm so glad that we connected because I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to grow and expand even more. And so are you. Yes. What, what we're doing, basically we're having, and this is the fun thing about this experience is we're having the same experience, mm -hmm. but we're doing it from a different prophecy line. We're doing it from a different timeline. Like yours is human design and mine's, you know, doing the shield and we can combine those things together. And what we have when we're done is like a powerhouse. Yes. And I, I know people always talk about like superpowers, like we do have superpowers, but I don't think people really realize that we do actually have the ability to do many, many things. We can heal ourselves. We can do all types of things. And if you don't believe me, I can show you how to do it, not by me doing it for you, but teaching you how to do it for yourself. Like mm -hmm. the important thing about this stuff is not like, let me see how many people I can get to come to me for, you know, so I can show everybody. This is how many people can we share this with? Like, yes. And how many people can we get this out to? Yes. Yes. That's another thing I love because it's about empowering the person. It's not like come to me because I'm all knowing and I'm great. It's like, no, I just have this wisdom to share and I want you to have access to it too. And here's, here's what I always say too, when my clients come to me, if you're coming to me and I'm working with you, if you can't turn around and tell someone else what I've shown you, then I haven't really shown you anything. Right. So if you can't explain or do whatever it is that I'm, that I've shown you, then I'm just talking to you. I'm just, I'm just calling you back as many times as I can get you to come back with words. And, and 
don't misunderstand me. Some of these coaching programs, they can last six to 12 weeks, but don't go 12, 24 weeks. If, if you don't know what you're doing, if you don't know what you're learning, if, if somebody's not teaching you in a way that you can even resonate and pick, listen, if you can't pick up what I'm putting down, then you're just spinning your wheels. And for what, like we need to be making progress at this point. So if someone is teaching you something, or if you're learning something from someone, make sure first that it resonates. Like if you hear somebody saying something and it's questionable, which means I've never heard something like that before, be open-minded and listen, but feel your body and how your body reacts. Like you, you do get guidance. Everybody's like, I want to meet my guides. Your guides are with you all day. Guides are numbers, their music, their colors, their wind, their birds, grasshoppers, crickets. You're my guide. I'm your guide. We're, we see our guides every day, but people look at it in a way that it's not obtainable or not reachable. Therefore, they get intimidated and just go, I don't know what any of that means. I don't, I don't want to mess with all that. Just put me back over here in front of the TV. I'm fine. You know, and when we, we, cause you mentioned earlier being a channel. We actually, our channels, like everybody, every human body is a channel. This is your crown chakra, your source cord, which is where the information comes in. And if your channel is wide open, then everything comes in. Mm -hmm. If you have your 12D shield, which I would be happy to do a guided meditation with you one day and activate for your audience, the 12D shield, you know, we can do that uh, in another cast or podcast. Uh, but once you have that 12D shield, you're protected from those. Um, and, I, and I lost what I was saying. Where was I right before I said, I got excited about meditation. Like, ooh, I can guide you. <laughs> <laughs> so what was I saying? Um, having the open channel and we're all, we're all. Channel. Oh, yes. Okay. So if you don't have your channel protected, then it's, it's open to any and everything, whether you're, whether you're conscious or not. And a great example of how they, you know, how you hear they take our power is watching TV, TV shows, media, news. If you're watching CNN for your news, I'm saying "Eh, maybe not. So a TV is a black screen, right? And it has channels, which are called programs. Mm -hmm. And if we are looking at the TV because our eyes are pulling in everything, right? So our, our eyes are pulling it all in and it's pulling it into our subconscious programming, which means that we are not in tune with our own energy. We're not standing in this source energy. We are now standing in ABC's energy or PBS energy or whatever frequency the TV is on. It's a black screen. It's a black mirror. So it's a reflection of us. It's a projection of us. Mm-hmm. And it's important that we don't get lost in these energies and that we stay in our own channel because you don't want to channel a bunch of garbage into your vessel. What you want to do is have direct transmission from source. So when you have your shield, you're only bringing in from the highest. You're not bringing in from everywhere else and everywhere else is coming at you. It's trying to attach. Like I need some of that. We are electromagnetic beings and we do put off a light that we can't see with our human eyes but other energies do see those frequencies and they do see those lights and they do feed off of that and they can't exist without feeding off of it, but they can't feed off of it without our permission, which means 
we have to give our power away by pushing that power button and get our channel that we choose and then fill our vessel with their program. That's us giving our power away. I give you permission to fill my avatar with your program. I'm not going to make any decisions right now. I'm going to let you use my vessel to take me through this other experience, which can be coded with frequencies and subliminal programming that you may not be conscious about as well. It's true. Yeah, that's very powerful. This is why I just don't watch the news. Same. I don't watch the news. Did you see what happened on the note? Sure didn't. Nope. I, I saw the sun coming up this morning though. Oh, it felt so nice. <laughs> <laughs> but it's hard though it's really hard to let go of the programming because we are programmed to worry and care and think and plan and stress and go and go and go faster faster and it feels like there's this messaging I know that I've had to work through where it's like if I'm not stressed out and like holding tightly onto this thing then that means that I don't care and that it's going to leave and if I just relax then it's showing that I that I don't care yes and and I also went through that have you found a healthy balance with that yet have you found yes. your huh yeah it took a it took a while <laughs> good 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 and it feels amazing right Yes, it feels so much better now just trusting that when I align to myself, then what's meant for me is coming. And I like holding on to it so tightly, it doesn't make any sense anymore. Well, it's funny because um, I had my, my friends and family have been trying to get me to start a podcast for like 10 years. They're like, you gotta go like do this. And finally, my daughter and I were talking. She's like, why don't you just try it? I'm like, you know what, maybe I will. So I thought of the name for my podcast already. And I had this friend on Facebook who actually started a podcast channel about awakenings and stuff. And so I emailed him first, but the email address didn't connect in. It didn't go through. And I was like, I'm, I'm really, I'm, this is where I'm going. Like, I'm going to do this. And then I got on TikTok for no reason on the live video to, you know, and even when I get on to try to look, I can't watch a lot of like other things I just don't get into the video game the like videos like I'm just not really big into it I'm more of a writer and I'm you know channeling and listening to music or whatever um but anyway so yeah everything divine uh, aligned divinely I manifested it very quickly as soon as I surrendered myself into if there is a prophecy line for this I'll allow it to find me and I'll settle into what it would look like to do a podcast okay mm -hmm. so now I'm sitting here and I'm like oh yeah I can do that like that wouldn't be so bad and then it just all opened up like everything started opening up and now here I am doing a little podcast it isn't my podcast but I'm doing a podcast which is yes. a beautiful manifestation of a prophecy line in the direction of where I'm trying to go so it's 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 fun to watch how everything unfolds and and it can happen so quickly too when you surrender when you say you know what it's not about me talking the podcast wouldn't be about me talking the podcast would be about me spreading the message that saved my life mm -hmm. like saved my life mm -hmm. not only did it save my life but after I found all this programming in myself I started seeing it in my kids not the good programs either. Right. But I could intervene mm -hmm. because I still had time. 
And I did. And they've seen it. And they're like, mom, wow, what? Like, what? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> what? And we're all like, yeah. So it's been, <laughs> been beautiful. Like, it's been so amazing. Beautiful. And I think we're closing in on your... 256. Yes, we are close. We are close. But I love that you were able to just heal that within yourself and to pass that on to your kids because that is the important thing. And that's part of what I see in my vision as well. When you step in and heal yourself, then it does this amazing healing for the kids just naturally. And then think of how healed your grandkids are already because they get to grow up with parents who were healed as kids. And yeah, those ripples that you can't oh see God. right until you can. Amazing. And it gives me tingles every time I think about it. For some reason, like I already get so excited about my grandkids. My, my kids are 18 and 15. So <laughs> it's, you know, not right around the corner, but I'm like, ah, oh, I just get so excited thinking about the next generation of people. But I wanted to ask you because uh, my kids have have gone through this too, where like I did so much healing and we've talked about so much stuff. And there's times where we're just watching TV because sometimes we just like to watch cheesy TV shows or whatever, like an episode at night. And we were watching Cobra Kai, which I don't know if you've seen this, but oh, I've seen it. I've seen all of it, believe me. Okay. Okay. So you know how they just have all these arguments for like no reason. And <laughs> And my kids are just watching it. They're like, this would just really be solved if they would just have a conversation. They're just making up stories in their head about what the other person said. They're not making any clarification. And my 18 year old turns to me, this was like two years ago. So he's only 16 at the time. And he's like, mom, TV is so much different with you as a mom. <laughs> That's what my kids say too. But my kids will be like, mom, oh God, I really want to watch this movie, but it's not even fun now. Like I can't even see it the same. I love these movies and I can't even watch them anymore. And they'll be watching. They'll be like, I know what you need to do. You need to be honest with yourself. Your throat chakra needs to be open. I'm like, tell them baby, you tell them baby, you can see the program, but it becomes easy when you heal because you can see the unhealed version of yourself everywhere. Like yes. you can see what you've already been through. And when you see, you can guide. And when you guide, it spreads. And that ripple effect is beautiful. And that, my friend, is way showing. Raising yes. the conscious, the collective, the collective consciousness up into Christ consciousness, which is the highest consciousness. It's so beautiful. It's yes. so beautiful. Well, thank you so much for sharing all your amazing energy and your story. I just really appreciate you taking the time for this. Thank you. I appreciate you having me so much. And I, I would love to come back and do a meditation anytime. That sounds so fun. Yes. You have my contact info. Okay. And message me anyway, aside from that. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. I just love you. And uh, I love everybody listening and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks.